Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Today, I'm reviewing podcast 1309, Naval Ravikant. Did I say that right, Garrett? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excellent. So, I'm joined here again by my buddy Garrett, who's uh, been doing a few podcasts recently. He's a big Joe Rogan fan and has been listening to Rogan for a long time, so it's nice to get a bit of a dialogue going. And before I'd listened to this one with Naval, uh, Garrett pointed out just how fascinating this person was and really made a big point about it. And uh, I didn't know who he was, and I wasn't expecting a lot. I didn't know this great thinker was coming on, but I have to say I was absolutely blown away by his logic and the way that he thinks. And it might be one of the few podcasts I listen to again and again. There's a lot of great information in there. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, But anyway, let's kick off, start the review. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone and say thanks for downloading. I really appreciate it and the support. And uh, you guys can email me anytime or contact me on Instagram at the Joe Rogan Experience Review. Uh, follow me on there and you can always message me with with feedback and ideas and, and things that you like or, or don't like or whatever. Uh, try and have constructive criticism uh it's not super useful if you're just like you suck dude but uh <laughs> if you make it funny then i'm always down to listen to that so anyway let's get into it what was your first um impression of naval garrett i mean enlightened enlightened and super enlightened guy um just listening to him talk was uh i felt like i was almost like medicine i i think is the way to to approach it like Life is perspective, right? And his perspective on life was so spot on. Like, he's like a rich dude, but thinking. Like, rather than just being like money solves the problem, using his thoughts, like, can change humanity. And the, just the language that he used and the, and the back and forth that him and Rogan had was so, like, just a breath of fresh air, I, I think is the way to put it. You know what I mean? Just like, and now that I've listened to it and I think that this is life in general, once you start hearing things, you have a certain responsibility to live your life in that kind of form if you decide so. So when you hear certain enlightened thoughts, it forces you to start thinking that way and start using those thoughts and, and, and using them to influence other people in a positive way. Yeah. He had a really interesting way of, breaking down his thought process and it almost was like all these separate tools that he is identified that he knows to be true like for example when at the beginning of the podcast when they're talking and he says it's better to be rich and anonymous rather than poor and famous right and that's kind of fascinating because a lot of people obviously people want to be wealthy but people also really want to be famous as well but it's like overly exposed and not having the freedom is kind of what he was saying. I mean, you and I were just talking about that, and I was even thinking about that. Is, is, is being famous a desire that you have because you want to be liked? Or is that just like... Because a lot of people are famous for a lot of fucking different reasons. Probably to be liked. Right? I think just, that's what it comes to. Is that to. what it comes down to? Because yeah. It's like, get attention for doing nothing. Right. Show up and, and be seen as like, you know, the cool kid on the right. block. I was even thinking that it's like... I, we were, Sam and I were at a party the other night and we saw some famous actor and I'm like, 
just sitting there chatting with the dude, but it's like you, you always think about, and even Rogan, t- or they talk about it. It's like you, you're always thinking about what other people will think. That's what Instagram, that's what Facebook, that's what all this shit is. It's like you want to make these posts because of what other people think. It's like, and then I was in that moment hanging out with this dude, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to be here in this moment. Like, I don't need to have a picture to identify this moment later. I'm just going to enjoy this moment right now. Yeah. Right? And that that is definitely the healthier way right. to do it, for sure. Like, he talks about the things that you need in life, right? Be happy, be wealthy, be healthy. Right. Right? He, he doesn't put be admired. The way he talks about happiness, too, it's like if you're smart, you should hold yourself accountable to have to be happy because that's – if you're going to qualify yourself as intelligent, you should take the responsibility of be happy and spread that happiness to other people, right? Sure. Well, and if you're smart but still depressed – He's saying maybe you're not that smart. Yeah, right? Because it's up to you to make the decision. Like, happiness is a choice. It's not like an outcome. It's a fucking choice you decide to have. Like, don't act like external things will dictate your happiness. It's up to you to be happy. And whatever that that you need to do in order to do that, do that shit. Right? But, yeah, it's hard, though, right? I mean, we hear these things again and again on these podcasts. And people take them in. You know, people that download this one are once again hearing it from the 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 podcast with Joe. Right. And why I like to do these is because, you know, we're, we're not that guy. We're not Rogan. We're not the other guy. We don't have that knowledge base. We don't have that experience. But I just want to give a voice to the fan. Like, there are a lot of fans out there that hear all these things, and they are important, and they are good, and they can motivate you. But are they? Are they changing? Like, I find myself, sometimes I'll listen to a podcast and, like, I pick up on some good things and I'm like, oh, this is great. I love the energy behind this. I love this lesson that they've given me. Like, make sure you write 30 minutes a day if you're a writer. But then I find myself not doing it. So there's also that individual accountability like you can't make the changes just because you listen to the podcast or read the book so what is the catalyst to get going and for me in a lot of ways is to repeat it in this like review fashion and give a voice to what i heard and i hope that it resonates with the people that listen to for them to maybe find a step to get them closer to to changing some action that they want to adjust totally you know I think what he was talking about, too, with the book situation where him and Rogan were talking about I'm reading five, six, seven different books at one time. Like that kind of made me feel like comfortable with the fact that I'm doing that because I have five, six books going on Audible. And it's like you read. He's like, I'd rather have a 100 good books and read those books over and over again rather than be like, I've read 2000 books. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I, I kind of do that. I kind of in and out right. of a It's few good. Books. It's like fucking read the shit that helps you. Read the stuff that helps you and, and, and provides positive energy for you. Focus on that stuff. Just a whole bunch of shit doesn't do anything for you. It's like keep it simple. What works, use that and move on. Well, he does kind of say, too, it's a little bit of a, like, show-off thing. Like, I right, read right. a book a and week. And that's what, or... like, like the, I struggle with that all the time. I was, we were just lo- watching that Instagram photo of that guy fucking flexing, and the immediate response is, douchebag. But it's like, in order to get there, that's <laughs> there's a reason that we call that guy a douchebag, because he's flexing. Because it took a long time to get to that spot. And now, in his mind, he's like, now I can do this. Now I, sure. Now I can put it on Instagram, and now I've succeeded. And it's like... I battle with that too. It's like, I mean, 
you, you want – I mean, even that's what everything is, stand-up comedy. You want to show people that you're funny. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's always about, like, somehow impressing But that, I think people. that's the point is you want to show them with your stand-up. You don't want to just talk about the right, fact that you're right, funny. Right. I think when somebody is talking about the fact that they've read a lot of books – it's like, just read the books then. Right. You know, if that's your thing, just read the books. But, All the people that work at walk a lot of 5Ks. Every time I see anyone doing like a charity walk or walk 5K, I'm like, everyone here just can't wait to tell everybody right, that they right, did right, it. Right, right. Instead of just do it. Right. But when people do do those things, it inspires me. You know what I mean? If I see somebody walking five 5Ks, I'm, I'm like, man, I, I need to get out there and do one. Yeah, there is that inspiration factor for right. sure. But I, I, my point is I think that there's something about it that puts you off too. Right, right, right. A right. little bit. If you're struggling to get moving, right? right, whatever the catalyst is for like what Naval is talking about and getting all these things done, this thing that holds us back, it's like you watch a lot of people doing all this amazing shit and there are plenty of people out there that just go, oh, fuck. I don't have the energy to even start this. And it's okay. It's better just to know that people are doing things right. and then get them going. And then, you know, you have you have the, the kind of dialogue that he's throwing down, right? So, for example, he talks about socialism not working, right? right? It doesn't work in different countries. Aspects right. of it can, like socialized healthcare. In the U.S., you right. have the fire department and the police that's right. socialized in that sense. Um, but but overall, it's harder to make it work. But where does it come from? Well, socialism in a lot of ways comes from the heart. It's a very caring thing right. if you really look at it. But he points out that we're too greedy, right? And there's always well, going to be Well, that came cheaters. back to that universal basic income thought process, too. Like, I, initially, when I was thinking about the universal basic income, I was like, oh, that might be a good idea. But then the way he pointed it out, you're only going to vote the guy in. That fucking wants to raise your income, right? So if you're yeah. only getting 15, you're going to vote the other guy in who's saying he'll give you 20. And it's like, don't become comfortable, I, I think is the idea. It's it like, could be one of those things where people, you know, you give them an inch and they right, take a mile. Right, right, I right. don't know. I don't make a lot of money. I'd like a free $1,000. But, but at the same time, I also try to be very careful about things that are enabling me to be comfortable, right? I don't want to be comfortable it, all that often. Like, don't get me wrong. I love comfort. We all right. kind of strive towards it. But I don't I, I don't want to be comfortable enough to where I can't do really difficult things. Right. And a bit of discomfort is important for that. I think, I think ultimately, out of the three things you mentioned, like happy, healthy, and what was the other one? Fit. They all kind of coincide with one another, right? If you're being fit, your personality is going to be a little bit happier. Like, show me. That's what we were just talking about out there. It's like, show me a depressed person that busts their ass two hours a day at the gym. You don't have fucking time to be depressed. It will not allow that. And life is all perspective. So it's interesting whenever you hear people say depressed. It's like, what'd you do today? What'd you eat? How'd you interact? Yeah. Because those things are going to affect the fucking end game, right? A lot of the time. There are some people that have real, stuff, right. real depression. I mean, like... Uh, imbalances right. as far as i can tell so it's a little trickier for them but i don't know that i i and this is, might sound naive meatheadish but it's like i don't know anybody that is busting their ass that's depressed like I, I just don't like but, I, I don't but those really depressed people struggle to get in the gym right, but right, like right. for example take neil brennan neil brennan uh does ketamine therapy he does ect electrocompulsive i think he has started to i was gonna say i don't think but that he's he, not like uh he's not like a gym rat like your mind has so many like in the way he talks about it, your mind has finite amounts of fucking space right 
So if you're taking up that time and like, I think that's a Buddhist mentality. Once you suffer and you see what suffering is, if you self-inflict suffering, not drugs or alcohol, but physical output, everything else is easier. I think some people just can't do it though. Like in the state that they're in. Right. They're too depressed. Right. Like they would physically get to the gym, have an anxiety attack, and then it w- they would freak out. Well, I guess that's like, it's what possible. You need, you, need a, you need a guide. Maybe that's why personal trainers are so valuable. Sure. And I and I, he has one. Neil right. Brennan does. Right. Also, some people have real physical issues, and, right. and there's not always the road to re- – that's why I like the Diamond Dallas Phillips right. Right. Um, yoga because uh, right. he's taking these people with really – bad and giving them like a roadmap like if if somebody with two canes and bad knees shows up to a standard gym you probably don't have the expertise and the knowledge in the personal trainers to like really help them without giving them an injury i mean possibly but uh, it's tough i think it's you've had this like ear thing going on and it's like it's interesting with how quickly life will put life in perspective for you like yeah so, so, quick. Like so folks, go- just to clear that up so you don't think I have like one ear <laughs> or something. I just had a really bad sinus infection for over a month and my ear was killing me. It was so painful on the side of my face. I had to go to, I went to the dentist to see if it was a tooth issue. Yeah. Ear, nose, and throat person did two rounds of antibiotics. And when that shit's going on, that's the only thing you're thinking about. Like, and if you're not feeling good, it doesn't matter anything else. You're like, oh shit. And then once you get better, you're like, oh man. I need to not take this for granted. Yeah. What do I need to do to keep this going as opposed to let those other little blips in the radar happen? You know well, I mean? Naval talks about this. He talks about be careful of your desires. They are the root of your right. suffering. Only have one desire. Right. And that really blew my mind. That resonated with me. Well, too. because there's like 10 things I want. And he said, you can have a lot of things until you get sick. And then you only right. want one thing. <laughs> to be fucking healthy. Yeah. And in right. a way, it's like way better to just focus so on true. the so one true. thing. And and I love that he even dropped the Confucius line, every man has two lives. The other starts when you realize you have one. Right. Obviously, Confucius is a bad motherfucker. Right. But that's a beautiful thing. And the fact that it's just it, like it plays in his forefront of his mind. It just like he I keeps that, these, these right. quotes – and these values close, but he doesn't just know what they mean or like he doesn't just know how to say them. He really knows how to apply them. Right. And it's important. to And he holds himself accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's important. I, ultimately, I think that accountability sets everyone free. Like if you have things that you have to do that you've self-imposed. Everything else becomes easier. True. Everything else becomes easier. Now, now we're getting a bit preachy on this one. Like we have it all figured out. No, we're no, just no. repeating it. But right. like, where where do you let yourself down? Where's an example that you miss out? Or well, he, knowing he this even comments, sort of he thing? comments on it himself. He says the the main problem with man and where everything stems from is man can't sit still, quiet for thirty minutes. And it's like I have that fucking issue a hundred percent. Do you try to meditate ever? I mean, like I said, in the sauna and whatnot, I do my breasts, but it's like I just need to sit You do quiet. your breasts? I do my breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. That's the time where I sit there and quiet and I go. You do your breath. And I, I think gotcha. I go in, out. And okay. I'm, and even when I'm trying to sleep sometimes late at night, like if I, my, my mind will be fucking racing. And I'm like, just think about in and out. In and out. Keep life fucking simple. Right. Everything else is easy when you're simple. And the idea when he was talking about like my coffee's not cold enough, I don't find the parking spot. It's like 
I literally go to the grocery store now, and I, I see people driving up and down looking for spots. I go out of my way to park as far away from the fucking place as I can because I have legs. I'm lucky enough to do that. Sure. Like, I get that option. You and know what I mean? Who gives a fuck anyway? It's right. not far. Everything takes five minutes. It's everything. Like, take, take the struggle Even away. Even the shit at work, too. It's like, yo, everything is five minutes, and everything is whatever you make it. Look at it as a challenge. Look at life as a challenge, and you overcame that challenge. Just reading a book and putting the book down, be like, man, I just did that. Or just sitting quiet or writing or anything. It's All like, right. So once again, what what challenge are you struggling with right I now? I mean, the creative part. It's like, I want to do music. I want to do comedy. It's like all these things. What are your desires? It's like, well, why don't you just sit down and do it? Yeah. Could that be a reflection of too many desires? Probably That's a so. lot of different Probably things. Probably so. You saw are you my, doing any of them? Right. Exactly. I mean, the only thing that I do do is the gym and right. that, but that is my medicine like well I, like we're on a podcast man right. thousands of people are going to listen to this <laughs> right. so make a commitment to yourself right. now absolutely and then when when we check in again and we do another podcast in a month or so because that's what we're talking right. about here figuring out how to apply this right. let's make something happen so what I, are you going to do i need What's to ident- I, I need to identify exactly what i i mean i just want to write a song first and foremost like that's like been in the back of my head forever it's like i have the words i have the notes i have the lyrics it's like Sit down and write it. Really? In a sober mind, I think is the idea. Because when I get drunk, I'm like, oh, this is when I'm going to be creative. And it's like, nah, man. When you have a clear mind is when you should be creative, right? Okay. So a month from now, it is now the 10th of June. I'll have a song. July 10th. Uh, Have a song. Deal. Have a song worked on. And you don't have to sing on the podcast. Don't worry. (laughs) I won't won't put my listeners through that. (laughs) Deal, deal. But yeah, like just one of those things to to apply in that sense. Yeah. Right? I think that's and for me, I'm gonna finish. I'm doing a uh, writing like a pilot, and it's the first one I've ever written. And uh, I'm kind of stuck on a point that I'm almost using as procrastination. And I'm gonna try and apply some of Naval's techniques to be more positive with it. You know, not think about the haters, not overthink it, but get myself into a groove and get it completely finished to like as best as I can do with the skill set that I have, which right. for writing pilots is very, very limited. I think we all str- we all think about perfection too. Like we're always like we want everything to be perfect. It's like don't always – I mean strive for perfection, but just eat some shit for a while. Yeah, like, shit ain't, shit ain't you know going to be mean? perfect. Like, I think that's I the think. biggest problem is I'm like is the song going to be good enough? Is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be good enough? It's like – just do it. Yeah. And it's people gonna, people it's, appreciate the action of doing something. It's going to you know? be your first one, so right. it's not going right. to be good. Right. And if you right. continue to get better, it technically is actually going to be your worst. Right, right. So, and that's a good thing. Right, absolutely. That's absolutely fine. Totally. So anyway, yeah, let me just have a quick – anything else you want to finish on from, from what he was saying? Um, I did want to say that uh, he, he talks about one thing being that happy thoughts drop – quickly out of your mind negative thoughts linger so watch your thoughts and i think we often get negative thoughts i wonder well because because it's all about survival so if you're happy about a thought you don't need to dwell on it because it's not going to affect whether you survive you're just going to be a happier surviving thing negative thoughts the idea is i assume they stick with your mind so you can reanalyze and make sure you can survive through that process better so they kind of have to stick around they just don't feel good but survival doesn't need to be feeling shit all the time i also don't think it should be feeling happy all the time it should just be a calm 
if you're lucky, which well, I am nowhere near. But I do like that idea. I don't like it when those negative thoughts linger. Like you said, when you wake up in the night, your brain is running. Right. It's not from happy thoughts. Well, enlightenment is peace. That's what I, that's what they talk about, is being able to be peaceful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A bit of peace is nice. I don't want it. I like a bit of chaos. But, but let's get some peace. That'd be nice. Right? But anyway, Garrett, thanks for being here and being a part of this conversation guys thank you so much for sticking out and uh downloading and listening and and sticking with us remember again follow me on instagram at uh joe rogan experience review and uh that's really the easiest way to message me with any comments and, and all the rest of it and uh and that's it yeah definitely check out this podcast there's a lot in there if you can Listen to it a couple of times. I know Joe has a ton of podcasts coming out, but I really think this is one of the best conversations he's ever had. Be great today, guys. Cheers.